Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Keller writes that trust in the Lord is one of six marks listed in chapter 3 of the book of Proverbs and is of someone who is marked and growing in wisdom. See, the word heart throughout Scripture can refer to one's literal heart, but most often the word heart refers to the source of our being, our will. It's what we use to worship something. It can have our heart or not. See, what makes this challenging is that we can believe in God and still not trust Him especially areas in our life that we believe will give us security or happiness that we're longing for. So we might believe we're following God by showing up to church events or activities. And although those are good things, the true test is where we place our trust with our lives for the deepest satisfaction of our souls. And if we're honest, it's, it's often not God. You know, it's getting that promotion. It's getting the pats on the back from someone you're trying to impress or gain approval from. It's finally having that special toy or tech gadget or outfit or home maybe that you've sacrificed so much for. These things in themselves aren't immoral, but they can become our real gods because we're trusting in them to make us whole, to fulfill our longings or what we think we need. I remember a number of years ago, my brother-in-law Uh, was always and has always been into cars, and he got a new car. And at this point in time, my family, uh, my wife's side of the family, we're all in Yosemite. We were all together, and he pulls up in his latest new car, and of course he says, Aaron, let's take it for a drive. I'm like, okay, sounds great. So I hop in the car, and it's this really plush SUV. I mean, leather seats, panoramic sunroof, And as I pull out and start to drive this beautiful car on the winding roads outside Yosemite, it just hugged the road like a sports car. I mean, it was awesome. You know, we drove for about 20 minutes to a nearby town that had a Starbucks. And as I pulled up into the parking lot, I I remember this feeling distinctly. I got out and something had come over me. I felt a little bit better looking than everyone else. I felt a little more important than everyone else. I felt like everyone was checking me out. Now, what happened to me? My heart was falling for the lie of self-worship. I was driving around in this fantastic automobile. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a nice car, but what was wrong was something that was going on in my heart. I was falling for this lie of self-worship. So Keller asked that the question, what does this have to do with wisdom? He says, everything. Because when we have excessive emotions around the wrong things that we center our lives around that aren't God himself, anything that threatens them will make us anxious or stressed or even angry because these are idols that we've put in our hearts that are threatened. And it's so subtle, isn't it? I mean, this is a constant battle for me. I feel like I have a daily temptation. I've got a battle for pleasing people or pursuing shiny things or seeking titles or achievements that pull me away from resting 
in what Jesus has done for me. And that's why Keller is saying here, the ultimate remedy for idolatry like this is the gospel. It is the great news that Jesus justifies us. He declares us not guilty and he does it freely. It's by our faith in what he has done and then to live by faith in light of what Jesus has done on a daily basis. This is living in light of the gospel. This is living in light of the new spirit that God gives us to live under his good rule and reign. In other words, because of Jesus, I now can trust in him rather than what I naturally pursue that I think will fulfill my heart. Only Jesus can fulfill that. It has nothing to do with me earning or striving or compensating. And that is such good news because I can easily get on the treadmill of just wanting to pursue things that never ultimately can deliver what Jesus can. But it's this daily choice, right? It's an ongoing process. And today, my guess is you're probably confronted or will be confronted with other opportunities to allow your heart's affections to go onto the things that God never intended them to worship. And this is the life of faith, where God doesn't promise immediate gratification, but he does give his promises that he will deliver us from temptation as we turn our hearts towards him and away from those things that continue to turn our life away from him. So, what does this mean for us? Here's something Keller calls for us to consider. What, what tends to be your alternate God that you trust in? Is it a pleasure? Is it a possession? Is it a position? Or is it a person? See, the end of chapter 3, verse 5 says not to lean on our own understanding. So part of our journey of trust means it won't always make sense to us to choose God over something else. It's going to be a little bit difficult at times, right? I mean, man, it feels so right. Or, man, but I get so much out of that. And so there's times and moments where God is asking us, I don't want you to lean on your own understanding. I want you to trust me in this. Imagine what it could look like if you turned away from that alternate God to trust in God instead. Consider what is making you anxious right now. What is causing you to be stressed or fearful? Maybe it's an idol. And if so, maybe God wants you to confess that idol to him right now. He sees it. He wants to know that you see it and that you want to acknowledge it. And as we confess that, God promises if we ask for his forgiveness, he will forgive us of our sin. And then he'll provide his love and his provision and his life that he wants for you to experience because of turning away from that. And he will. Now ask that God would meet that need in his way. Because ultimately, why do we even have those idols in the first place is because we probably have a legitimate need that's being fulfilled in an illegitimate way. And so maybe... The next part is to ask God to meet that need in his way, that, that Jesus would be our first love, our purpose, our source of worth and identity, and then thank him for that. Let me pray for us. Father, we know that our hearts tend to wander, 
Would you open up our eyes to see when our trust has been misplaced? God, you alone are holy and worthy and gracious. And so may our trust be in you alone. Would you help us not to lean on our own understanding, but to confess any idol that's in our hearts right now, whether we're prioritizing pleasure or a possession or a position or a person over you. Thank you, God, so much for your grace through Jesus. Thank you for forgiving us and showing us that you are our end goal. You are our purpose. You are our life and you are worthy. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, Have a great day.